Happy February, happy Tuesday, and of course, happy Valentine's Day. My name is Matt Rappelt, and we are officially back. Local Music Live is back on the air for season two. And I am so pumped to be behind the mic again, spinning great local music and chatting with the incredible artists of the Kitchener-Waterloo community. If you're a brand new listener to the program, welcome. Every week on LML, we will be welcoming artists, performers, and bands to chat about their songs and their own personal musical journeys. Plus, we'll be doing deep dives into local discographies that you won't hear anywhere else on radio. And we have to say big shout out to Brewmaster Graham from CounterPoint for hooking us up with this space. We're broadcasting live tonight from CounterPoint Brewing in Kitchener. Now buckle up and let's get to the music. Here's a brand new song from one of Kitchener's true up-and-coming bands. These guys have just announced a summer festival with, wait for it, Lights and Arkells. How amazing is that? It's Kitchener Pop Rockers and Local Music Live alumni Living Room for Small. They dropped a brand new single this past Friday and it is an absolute banger. Let's check it out. This is Play Pretend on Local Music Live. Waiting on a moment Peace and quiet Where I can sit and fall in love with you Lost in my head Over and over again 
You just heard Play Pretend by Living Room for Small here on Midtown Radio, the home of Kitchener-Waterloo music. My name is Matt Rappelt, and thank you so much for spending your Tuesday, your Valentine's, with me here on live radio and wherever you get your podcasts. Now, Local Music Live is thrilled to bring in guests each and every week for you. And tonight, for our first interview of season two, we have Kitchener rock group Croca. The group formed in Kitchener, and they've just released an earworm of a track called Sasquatch. Welcome to Local Music Live, Croca. Hey, thank you very thank much. You. Cheers, man. <laughs> Happy to have you. So to get started here, why don't we uh, go around the table? We have three of you, all three of you here. Let's go around and uh, introduce yourself and maybe talk about what you play. What's your role in the band? Right on. My name's Rich. I run the vocals and guitar, and I'm from Northern England. Yeah, I'm Bo, and uh, I play bass, and I do backup vocals, and I'm from Cambridge. Marty here, I'm the drummer, and I am Swedish. Okay, welcome to the show, great to have you. And you did form in Kitchener, is this a Kitchener-based band? We did, band? yeah. We yeah. did, yeah. yeah. Awesome, coming from all over the world, right here to Kitchener, that's a beautiful yeah. thing. Now, congratulations on the release of your single, Sasquatch. Thank you. I took a listen to it today, and it is an absolute banger. It's so captivating. I'm really excited to get into the track, dig deep into the arrangements, into the lyrics, and we'll do that in the second half of our right interview. On. But for now, why don't we talk about, I mean, we got international actors coming together, meeting here in Kitchener, Ontario. How did the band form? Uh, well, it was actually um, probably started with me having a kid, and then two years into having a kid, I was missing playing music a lot. So I got back into drums after probably a 10-year hiatus. And then about five months after I started practicing, I met Bo and uh, John via Kijiji. And then we had those guys play for a little bit. And then uh, John had to leave us. And then for a bit, it was me and Bo looking for guitar players. We jammed a lot by ourselves in the pandemic, you know? <laughs> yeah. There was uh, talks of doing like a funk project. And, cool. Uh, you know, it, it was pretty close. We were pretty close to doing that. But yeah, like we had, um, so John was like our other was our original singer and guitarist and uh, shout out to John. Yeah, shout out to John. He's still one of our best buddies. He does pictures for us too. Oh, fantastic! Um, you can find him online at Trisk Artist. He's awesome. Um, 
And uh, so John was with us for a while, and then we had um, you know a couple other guitarists come through, and then uh, eventually we found Rich, and uh, I found them. He found us. Yeah, yeah. He was found it from us. another Kijiji? It was. It was. Uh, this is not yes. an advert for Kijiji. I promise. Double Kijiji ad. I don't yeah. think I've ever heard of a band doing two Kijiji ads and having that play out successfully. It was, it was crazy. I actually yeah. I came down and auditioned in, in a February. I'd been in the I hadn't been in the country long, less than a year. Wow. Moved over during the pandemic. And uh, so, you know, I went from, I was living in my in-law's basement and all this crazy stuff and just had to find something, decided I'm going to look for a band. Um, it'd been a little while. I had a band in the last country I lived in, out in East Africa, which did really well. And we had a great time with that. But um, I was kind of missing loud, heavier music in a, in a dirty basement, grotty setting. And uh, <laughs> that's exactly what these guys were offering. We do have Very that. Sadly. You're really painting the picture for us. Uh, well, <laughs> anytime you want to come down and experience the grot for yourself, it's amazing. I'm surprised we don't smell. Honestly, we should it. do a local music live from in, is it the, the grotto? From, from the basement? Yeah, from the basement. I mean, if, if it's good enough for Radiohead, I think it's good enough for... Uh, okay, local, next, time, next time you're on the program, we're going to come to you and we'll do a live, uh, a live broadcast like from it. there. Perfect. Yeah. So do you remember the first uh, sort of time all three of you were together? What was the vibe like? And also, what were you playing at that particular time? Well, it was... the vibe like, guys? Well, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the first time, so... Unfortunately, we make mistakes in our lives, you know? Okay. And the first time we hung out and we had Rich out for a jam, it, it went really well, you know? He was prepared and he knew our stuff and he was really enthusiastic and we got along. Looked cool. He looked. He looks oh, wow. cool. Keep it coming. And and <laughs> uh, how big is your head now? Yeah, can we get it out the door? Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Rich is adjusting his hat now because his yeah. head has yeah. grown three sizes. Just, <laughs> not the, yeah. No. Um, and and you know it was it was at a time where he was kind of the first one we had out. So you know you always uh, always looking for the grass greener on the other side. So unfortunately we uh, made the mistake of not asking him back and. Um, a little time went by, and of course, we had no other snags, and uh, Rich ended up reaching back out, and uh, him and me kind of just hung out socially and realized how much we have in common, and just... I mean, he was basically along. the only one who came out, so, you know, <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Well, I gotta say, this could be like a Valentine's Day movie, <laughs> it right? Is. You know? It's Love definitely a bromance. Oh, <laughs> Love rekindled. Oh, exactly, right? <laughs> the power of perseverance in a positive and consensual way. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you love something, set it free, you know? And he came back to us, so... <laughs> Perfect. Ours now. What a great, what a great story here. I love this. Uh, so... I wanted to really get into the name of the band too, and it actually makes a little bit more sense because I took a look online, I used a good old Google Translate, and I found out that Kroka would be Swedish for to curve or bend. That's right. Tell us about the name. Where did it come from? How does it reflect the group? So it, Swedish, it also, uh, yeah. So uh, it also means to hook something, or you know, as a band, you hook somebody, right? Uh, can also mean if you put the umlauts over the O, it means to go on a bender. Okay. <laughs> and does that also reflect the band? Not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, we like to have fun. Maybe thematically but, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's definitely something that we sort of, uh, it's definitely something we reference, that sort of lifestyle, but it's definitely more in a, um, putting that kind of thing in the past. 
You okay. Know? Yeah, yeah, growth mindset. Yeah, you know? yeah definitely. Yeah. I can understand that for sure. As someone who has just recently got to the wrong side of 30, I've been <laughs> wrestling with those issues too. <laughs> yeah. So um, tell me a little bit about how you individually got into music. Because you mentioned that you had taken a break from it. I'm always fascinated by artists who, you know, music is such a passion. And then all of a sudden, you know, life gets in the way. And then you find a way to bring that back to the surface. So why don't we uh, start here with Marty? Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got into drums and then what your sort of musical journey was? Yeah, so I remember going up to my parents' basement and finding their creative records. They had all these great records from the 70s, you know, all the classic bands. And we just spent a weekend and I listened to all of it and I was immediately hooked. And I, you know, remember even from back then that I would pay extra close attention to the drummers. And then when I was 13, I got my first drum kit from my parents who were very supportive. Nice. Yeah. Isn't it nice to have parents who don't mind having a drum kit in the basement? Yeah. There's not many, I mean, I always say like, as a drummer myself, Big shout out, inter- internal, eternally indebted to my parents for putting yeah. up with me, especially at the start of my drumming career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't wish it on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> your kid's not going to be a drummer. <laughs> Probably not. Okay, Bo, how did you get into uh, your instruments? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, just like Marty, you know, I think music has always been kind of in uh, my soul. You know, I always remember my cousin coming over and playing guitar and giving me the kazoo and just being like, yeah, so excited to, you know, just play these silly songs that he had. And, uh, you know, when I got into high school, they offered like a guitar program. And so I started with, you know, playing guitar and then met a couple friends and they were like, hey, you ever tried bass? And I was like, I don't know. Uh, no. <laughs> and, uh, and so we would start jamming together and just like playing over, you know, Velvet Revolver and Chili Peppers and stuff. And found out that I really, really like bass. And nice. it's, uh, you know, it was just my calling at that point. And, um, you know, I've just been kind of doing music and bands uh, ever since. So, yeah, it's been a while. That's great. And uh, Rich? Um, not to be uh, a broken record, but it's, it's something I can never remember a time where I wasn't doing something to do with music or listening to music or performing. Um, I, was, I was in the choirs all the time when I was a little kid. Um, joined the school choir. My first time in Canada was way back in 1999 um, when I came on a choir tour of Ontario. Cool. So we came to Toronto. We did uh, we did the national anthems before a Blue Jays game in the, nice. center, in the middle of the baseball field. Um, and it's just, yeah, I, but I've always been uh, just consumed. Like I'm one of those people where if I'm driving down the street, I'm making like a beat out of the lamppost as I'm driving past. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always... I've always got a song in my head. It's all it's it's just constant. It's like it's like having a voice in my head That's constantly, great. but it's music. Um, yeah, and I learned guitar. We picked up a guitar when I was about sixteen, and never put it down apart from a, a couple of years where I was um, living out in the Middle East and just didn't really do a lot of music. Yeah, well, it sounds like all three of you were really drawn to your instruments, like, you know, passionate about your instruments, like it hooked you, like you said, when you heard records, like, that's so nice to have a band where it seems like you've really found your niche, like each of you is respectively have your niche on your instruments, and then together you can kind of bring those things into, uh, you know, create a cohesive whole. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize before we started this interview that we had these international influences, so I'm curious, I'm kind of going off script here, uh, adding an extra question on, um, but does that sort of impact 
your musical style? Are you bringing something from Sweden when you come into the band? Are you bringing something from the Middle East, coming from England or Africa? Um, you bring something from, from Cambridge. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little less interesting, but yeah, it's here. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Cambridge. <laughs> I definitely think there's, there's something in there for sure. I mean, um, England has a very different sort of musical mainstream landscape, or it did when I was growing up. Um, a lot of a lot of music that's really foundational over in Canada and the US, you know, but maybe some like Tom Petty mm -hmm. or Bruce Springsteen would be a great idea uh, example. But they're sort of like second or third tier artists in the UK. You know, but um, I think punk was a much bigger influence in the in the British music scene. Yeah, and so there's you know even a band like Oasis who are here are kind of seen as very milk toasty middle of the road like they're a rock and roll band you know starting fights getting thrown off european yeah. tours and it's that sort of very ground uh grassroots working class blue collar this is me i don't care who you are let's you know off we go um <laughs> that kind of diy attitude is a lot more prevalent i think in england and mm -hmm. i definitely have brought a lot of that to the band and yeah, um, been kicked out of a lot of bars here because of you yeah <laughs> <laughs> anything from sweden um, I mean, I think the Swedish are just, they love their music as a, as a whole, you know, and, and they incorporate it in education and everything. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, when I grew up, it, it was a huge rock and roll scene. It was the hives and all that stuff. And yeah. That was very influential, obviously. Great. Well, we are just about to hear your brand new single, Sasquatch. Oh, look out. So, can you paint a picture for us? Tell the listeners what they can expect with Sasquatch. Oh, I think really, I want you to uh, imagine that you just pulled your car over on the side of a long drive through the forest because something caught your eye. All you can hear is the beeping of that car door disappearing off into the distance as you make your way into a murky forest. You don't know what's there, but you're not scared. And actually, you're quite looking forward to the experience that's waiting for you. That's the vibe. Let's do it. Here is Sasquatch by Croca on midtownradio.ca.